Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode nine of season three of Transformers Prime Beast Hunters. It is evolution. This episode was directed by Sean Nigagosi and it was written by Stephen Melching. And the last time on Transformers Prime, brains. And in this episode, Megatron and Starscream arrive at another abandoned mind in another thunderstorm. Yeah, it's a dark and stormy night. They fly down from the nemesis and it's yeah, Starscream thinks it's the old take Starscream to the abandoned mind bit again. And Megatron's like, well, you just fucking come on. Like, And it turns out this is Shockwave's offsite laboratory. Yeah, and Shockwave reveals that the clones, I counted 24 of them, or at least 24 tubes, will be ready in a few days. So Megatron gets on the comm, and I love that he didn't order this. He, like, screamed and yelled it into the communicators, like, Knockout, get out here! <laughs> and Knockout starts going down the uh, the old Stargate lift to the yeah. mine. Yeah, and he's got the box of Synthen, and uh, it's for Shockwave, and uh, the troops will be bringing more down, so it's, uh, I guess he just takes the first shipment. But the whole way down, he's being watched by Preda- the Predacon. Predacon yes. Predacon. He doesn't get that funny feeling he's being watched, and then uh, now down in the mine, Predaking just walks in and roars, and Starscream's like, oh, you insolent beast, and like starts smacking him with this pipe he has now for some reason. So what's the deal with Starscream? Like, he's he knows that this thing can kick the shit out of him, <laughs> yes. but he still decides to get all, you know, puff his chest out and whack it in the nose. And that's what it does. It, like, roars at him. He falls down on his ass and goes, oh, please don't hit me. Yeah, but then Predaking comes a little closer. And then he transforms. Yeah, he trans... Oh. That's right, he transformed into brand new Predaking. Man, you already showed up for Predaking. You, you already did Predaking. It's the same thing. He just transforms. Yeah, I know. Alex Kurtzman was already here. Explosions. But this time, Predaking transforms into a whole transforming. Hey, are those your car keys? Yeah, yeah, that's the key to my car. Yeah, and and, and I, I kind of need that. Do you know what I could do with those car keys? Blow them I up. I blow them up. Hey. For fuck. And that's more fun with Alice Kurtzman. Hey! Oh, I have the other uh, one. Anyway, commercial break. And when we come back, Starscream's like, well, I didn't know he could transform. And Megatron looks at Shockwave and he's like, neither did I. I was like, were you planning on telling us that one, bud? Like, well, he do- what he does tell them, he explains that, that transforming is like an evolutionary level or advantage yeah. that some Transformers have, and the Predacons just never got there. Yeah, there's no evidence that that ever happened with them, and Predaking immediately, and his voice is not at all what I thought it would be, mm-hmm. but uh, Predaking's like, uh, it was never his intention to deceive you, Lord Megatron. I only just learned recently that I could transform. Yeah, he explains that he had felt out of place. He didn't, he knew he didn't belong. They, they show clips of like the Viacons transforming and flying past him. So he did a bunch of research and then uh, basically just figured it out on his own. Yeah, but that's like reading a book about karate and now you're a black belt like it doesn't exactly. work like that it's like, uh it, it's, all, it's almost more like reading a book about how birds fly and then flying because it's an evolutionary thing you haven't reached well, yeah anyway uh megatron's happy with him and when we go back to the military base ultra magnus is kind of being a hard ass yep he wants to know how the synthetic energon thing's going with ratchet and ratchet's like look man i only got two hands and with this 
primitive parts and simpatico dial-up internet. Like, this is going to take a while, so, like, take a number. There's a local joke, but um, <laughs> he, uh, he, so Magnus goes, all right, and he walks away and then starts asking the others. He's like, why aren't you investigating Sector 305? And R.C. says, because we just got back from investigating Sectors 301 to 304. Yeah, and 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 then, again, breakdown, or breakdown, Bulkhead, I keep calling him breakdown, Bulkhead <laughs> is like, and uh, we're just filing our... Uh, reports uh, in triplicate sir as per your instructions like yeah he's really eager to kiss magnus's ass and i don't yeah. really know why but anyway um oh and then jackie walks back and covered in i guess coolant yeah. and he's like where where were you without permission and jackie says i was out uh you know tweaking your your ship i don't know yeah, it's, it's gonna be 72 percent more efficient or whatever uh but he didn't ask permission <laughs> yeah because magnus is like i don't remember giving you permission wheeljack's like that's because i didn't ask <laughs> and then optimus returns yeah and they're and all the autobots are oh they're suddenly really happy that he's back and uh, they all walk over to him and uh, except for Ultra Magnus he's just kind of standing there by himself and Optimus is like yeah the Decepticons have been too quiet lately it's likely they have all the bones and shit they need to clone their army of Predacons so we need to be alert. Optimus does have a little moment where he notices Magnus standing off all by himself and all lonely. But then we do go back to, after they mention Predacons, we go back to the uh, Nemesis where the Predacon and Megatron are walking through the halls together. Yeah, even though it was said before that he would be too big to do that. But anyway, yeah. it's, it's happening. Let's deal with it. Yeah, and, and uh, the Predacon swears loyalty to Megatron. He's like, but uh, I want to be the leader of the other Predacons when they're ready. I'm like, okay. Well, he even says that he could be a Predaking. Oh, yeah, this is where he first uses the name. Yeah, this is where he's Predaking. Oh, now he's Predaking oh, and everybody really? knows he's cool. Yeah, he's... He just comes in and bullshit up. Like, they, it's a one-trick pony, and it's yeah, it's just fucking old. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it is. What it is? Yeah, yep. Fill your boots. Go ahead. It's fine. Okay, there he goes, there he goes. Anyway. Yeah, so later on, I guess, Megatron has the other Decepticons uh, alone, like Predaking's mm-hmm. not there, and he worries that Predaking will be in command of a much more powerful faction than the Decepticons in their current state, you know, after that debacle last time when it was brains. <laughs> yeah, and not just brains, but the Insecticons are gone now. They're all yeah, trapped they're on one of Cybertron's moons. So uh, Megatron just decides, you know what, we're going to destroy them all. Commercial break. And uh, when we come back, Knockout's like, oh, hold on a minute. Let's not get carried away. But Shockwave, he's like, nope, that plan is logical. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, and th- But then Knockout says, okay, but what happens when Predaking finds out we destroyed all his relatives? And Starscream, this is, okay, I have in the last few episodes begun to dislike Starscream because he went from having some kind of arc just to returning to be the... You know the the dog, the kicking dog, or yeah, the, the one boy. that Megatron just smacks around. Yeah, and, and he's he grovels now for no reason, like he's lost all motivation. But this was one of those moments where I realized why you have Starscream around. He comes up with the idea: No, we don't destroy it. We bait the Autobots into destroying it, and then we let Predaking know the Autobots destroyed it. Yeah, because Predaking would go after them, and either way that ends, it's better for us, right? Exactly. Whether the Autobots destroy him or he them i think he, he says 
And Megatron likes that idea. But then we go back to Magnus telling Optimus he's worried his command style is harming troop morale. Yeah, it's Magnus, he just admits his tight-ass prick personality just isn't exactly, you know, the best thing for morale. He agrees with him. And Prime tells him, look, look, man, this isn't the good old days. And these guys aren't the elite guard. But they have become, but that's all he gets to say because the alarm goes off. Ratchet has detected exposed energon yeah and optimus says uh, hey you know what uh, resources are so low we have to go investigate this right yeah, now we don't have a choice yeah and they go investigate it now we go to the decepticon energon mine which is the one starscream said was abandoned and there are vehicons working away mm-hmm. and you prime like decepticons put the energon in the bag and nobody gets hurt it's basically a stick up <laughs> basically, <laughs> they just yeah. Start- yeah, they're doing a smash and grab but uh of course the decepticons because this never works, but no. kudos to Optimus. He does it every time. Uh, the Viacons just whip out the guns, start shooting, so the Autobots attack. Mm-hmm. They come down the cliff, and Wheeljack has the energy lasso he's, thing. That he's you- got the whip. I know I call. I said it was going to be a one and done. I was very, very wrong. Yeah, he's, he's got that thing again, and uh, he pulls one of the Viacons down with it, and then it just cuts to Magnus coming down out of the sky, and he just flattens this Viacon oh, yeah. with the Forge of Souls Prime. There's some neat work here a smoke screen has a little bit where he jumps through a rock gets a vehicon stuck in there but in the end they they defeat the vehicons fairly easily and optimus orders the stealth team to start taking the energon back but the wreckers to reconnoiter the mine and clear it out yep and smoke screen wants to roll with the wreckers and they take them along okay which i don't understand why because he's gonna well they go through for a bit uh it's magnus bulk jackie and smoke fart and they (laughs) they're like oh it doesn't feel it's too quiet a little too quiet why is there no security in here yeah exactly but magnus orders them to split up magnus and jackie go one way uh bulk and uh smoke screen go the other but um we then don't see Bulkhead and Smokescreen again, no. really. So I don't know why they needed to take him aside from wanting to get that let's split up moment, which is important because this is going to turn into one of the better fight scenes you'll see in a while. Oh, yeah. Um, they get in. What what happens is Magnus and Jackie find uh, Shockwave's uh, Beast um, Predacon lab. I was going to say Beast Wars lab. <laughs> uh, Predacon lab. Uh, but Shockwave's still there. Yeah, and he fires at them, and he seems surprised that the Autobots are there. He fires at them, and then you radio Starscream. He's like, uh, the Autobots are here. Like, how come you didn't tell me that, like, you know, the, the plan was in motion? And Starscream's like, oh, that wasn't necessary. We need to make it seem less staged. And the whole time he's just looking at knockout. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're loving it. Uh, Shockwave says, "Well, I've still got data to to uh, to delete." And Starscream says, "Well, you better get used to, or better get to it." And just hangs up. <laughs> so Shockwave purges all the data, shuts down the system, calls for a ground bridge, and all the tanks start to like drain. Yep, all the the spooky paste starts draining <laughs> from the jars. And back on the Nemesis, Starscream runs to tell Megatron the bad news. Those damn Autobots found out what they were up to, and they're down there now breaking all the things. And Predaking is with Megatron, right? And Megatron's like, start in the... Again, he's putting on the show here. Like, yeah. Megatron, scramble the Seeker Armada. <laughs> then Predaking takes it, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, he says, no, I'm going to go save them. Uh, so... The Predacons in the tube start to wake up. Yeah. They start to move around. And there's a neat scene where Jackie's like, I request permission to use a grenade in a confined space. And he, and he calls him sir, and he's yep. not even sarcastic this time. Yeah, no, no, this is, this is, oh, this fight scene, this is, there's a reason it's so good. But uh, anyway, he tosses the grenade, and they run for it, transform, and roll out. Yeah, and the grenade lands next to the boxes of synth then, and detonates and these uh wheeljack and magnus are just zooming down the tunnel but then a oh, br- well, they 
Legend, huh? Cool. Yeah. 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 Why are you even here? I don't know. <laughs> Alex Kurtzman. <laughs> Did he even blow God, anything I, up? Right, uh, just... Okay. Well, there, anyway. They, yeah. They so they're driving through the tunnels. The, the lab blows up, and they stop at a ground bridge in front of them. Well, yeah, and then Predaking walks out of it. Oh, yeah, and they do not recognize him. Not at first, but then Magnus sees the symbol on, on Predaking's chest and he realizes it's the Predacon. Uh, but then the explosion behind them catches up to them and they just get buried in it. And up on the surface, Optimus oversees the last of the Energon being shipped off and uh, the whole ground shakes and he's like, abs- he's really concerned. <laughs> yeah. And then down in the mine, Predaking realizes that all his brethren are dead. What did you do to my brethren? What did you do? And he charges at the camera and we go to commercial break. Yes, and we when we come back, Predaking is just upon them. Like he smacks Magnus so fucking hard, he flies up at a 45 degree angle, about 100 feet in the air and sticks to the ceiling for a second before he falls back down oh the fights are like every hit is brutal okay i'm gonna paul i'm gonna go on a rant here for a bit because every good fight scene tells a story and there is a legitimate story arc where this starts off with wheeljack and magnus hitting predaking at opposite times and and not you know work hitting him separately uh and they get overpowered by him just they even though they land some solid hits the whip comes back um, but eventually they, they charge him and use their weapons together. There's that clothesline bit, which we'll get back to. But after that, there's they learn to clobber him. They're working together until he proves himself to be just too powerful for them combined. Facing their death together, they acknowledge mutual respect. This fight scene tells the entire story arc of their mutual respect and how it grew. It's fucking amazing. Oh, and awesome. the hits are amazing. Yeah, so after Magnus drops from the ceiling, uh, he does the same, uh, Predaking does the same thing to Wheeljack, and Wheeljack's like, all right then, let's dance. <laughs> yeah, and it is, it's hits after hits, and again, like, nobody is incompetent, There's, nobody is getting, they're only getting overpowered, but they're still landing blows, like, Predaking takes a lot of hits. Oh yeah. And one of the biggest is that moment where the two realize they should work together. Yeah, and then there's a neat shot here where they... Again, look at each other, and Magnus just nods. And this is where you can tell there's mutual respect building here. And they start running at him again. And this time, Wheeljack jumps onto the hammer in Magnus's hands, and Magnus just launches him. And Wheeljack wraps the energy whip thing around Predaking's head. <laughs> yeah. Also, not not only was this a good fight, but the camera work was really good. Uh, and there's this great POV of shot of Predaking where you're just going back and forth from getting punched in the face by Wheeljack and cracked in the jaw by the forge, back and forth and back and forth. And then they'll cut to a great wide shot and you're just seeing this happen. And they knock him down, take him out for a bit, and then Wheeljack gets the brilliant idea to shoot out the largest stalactite uh, <laughs> might uh, I have ever seen in my life. And uh, based on Predaking's height, I'm guessing this thing is probably 200 feet high. It would weigh about 46,000 tons. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we could do a whole fucking episode on this fight. What? So pr- they think they killed Predacon, or Predaking. He gets up, because oh, you can't kill him with an avalanche. We've learned that. Anyway, he gets up and runs at Wheeljack, or runs at both of them, with the stalagmite, yes! stalactite, whatever. He's carrying it. And uh, so, so basically uh, traps Wheeljack under a bunch of rubble, pins down Magnus, and crushes his hand yeah literally flattens it like it is 
destroyed. Yeah. Useless. Yeah. And um, the, the, so this is where I said earlier, now we have reached the low point of their story, uh, facing death together, having put up their best fight. They acknowledge that it was an honor to fight with each other. And then they are saved by Optimus Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, Super Thing flies in and clobbers him one so hard he goes flying through two stalagmites and then... Prime gets the Gatling gun out and takes down a lot of the forest, I mean the cave, and buries Redigan, but predictably, that just pissed him off. Yeah, he chases them through the mine, Get they get outside, uh, and before he can breathe fire on them, uh, Optimus and the other two ground bridge back to base, and then we go to Magnus opening his eyes, and Ratchet is, he's like tended to his wounds, but the arm is still scrap and just like gnarled metal. Mm. Uh, but while Magnus is sitting there, um... Ratchet tells all the others that, hey, Magnus was, he was the shit. He fought like a wrecker. Yeah. And uh, Magnus, still on the, the gurney here at the table, reminds Prime, like, you never got to finish what you were saying when we talked earlier. And Prime says, well, these Autobots, and it shows the group of them. And they're all kind of gathered around watching Ratchet work on Ultra Magnus. It's a nice like, group shot. Yeah. They... They've become a family. And that's, it's a human concept. A family. Oh, and then we go to the Nemesis! And uh, Megatron, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Megatron is vowing uh, to Predaking that the Autobots will pay for this. And then Shockwave- don't you worry. (laughs) Shockwave calls in, he says, hey, I'm just confirming that, yeah, Project Predacon is in the can. Uh, It's in the shitter. But you should come down and see this. Mm Mm-hmm. Something has happened. And uh, what it is when they get down there is like this twisted mangle of Cybertronic material, I guess. It, almost like it's like tangled weeds, like a jungle kind of a thing. Yeah, it's, it turns out that this Cybertronian Cybermatter is the same basic stuff that Dark Mount was built out of. And none of them know why it's there except Shockwave, who figures that the uh, CNA from the Project Predacon in the explosion mixed with Synthin, and this is what they fucking got. Megatron pretends to order Starscream to send the Seekers, but Predaking wants to do this himself. Megatron's like, oh, oh, that's a way better idea. In fact, I can't believe I didn't think of that sooner. Send you and only you. Ah, here's a watermelon and a gun. Go! I mean, I know why they're letting, and I put that in quotes, Predaking go off by himself in this case. They want the Autobots to put a few dents in him, or the other way around. But seriously, why wouldn't Megatron send the Seekers too? Like... And why isn't that standard procedure? Why is it always send out some little pissant squad of vehicons or the one idiot that wants revenge all by himself? Like, what else are his troops busy doing on the ship that he wouldn't send all the troops every time he knew where the Autobots were? I, I get it. It's a warship. A warship needs crew. But the guy watching the radar on the aircraft carrier isn't the same guy that flies off in the fighter plane when it's time to blow shit up. Some of these guys must be dedicated soldiers whose only function is combat, so why hold them back? Did they fail their last audit with the health inspector and he's got them doing extra cleaning? Do they only put in an eight-hour day and they're off the clock? Did they get extra shift premium when they're in the field and he's trying to cut labor costs? Oh, Megatron, don't get me started about that one, brother. I managed a restaurant before and I beat my head against the fucking wall trying to rein labor cost in. It can't be done, man, not without increasing volume, which requires more labor or Here we are at the end of yet another episode of the Transformers Prime television show, which we're getting close to the end of. Uh, the next episode we are going to review is Minus One. If you want to see a couple negatives, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at person one Yeah, make sure you rate and review the show on your podcast app, whatever it is you're listening to us with. We know a lot of you use Spotify, so rate and review us on there. And uh, make sure you tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. I use Pocket Cast. 
That's what I use. Uh, you can tell all your friends of the Transformers pod beam, the beam, 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 beam. Until the next time, keep on transforming. See you later. Uh, the Autobots are here.